Back to Matthews Arena in Boston. The score up to two, Northeastern three, Merrimack nothing. I'm Mike Macknick with John Leahy. Second edition tonight, brought to you by Merrimack Graduate Studies. At Merrimack, you can earn your master's degree in as little as one year. Choose from graduate programs in business, education, engineering, health sciences, criminology, and so much more. Visit merrimack.edu backslash graduate today for all the details. Mike McMahon with us now from the MacReport.com, the Eagle Tribune, NeutralZone.net, and College Hockey News. Mike, uh, first two periods here, largely Northeastern team. Like they've uh, had a renewed effort as compared to the game last night. Won an awful lot of little battles. I just see them doing a lot of little things tonight uh, that they didn't do last night, as well as you know being quicker to get to pucks, uh, just seeming to, to you know move the puck a little quicker and so on than last night. And, and that seems to be the difference. Uh, I'd agree. Yeah. I mean, outside of the power play time, the Merrimack's had really they haven't been able to sustain anything in the offensive zone. Almost almost nothing. Uh, I can't really recall one scoring chance they've had at five on five. The, the grease on play where he hit the post, I believe, was 5-on-5. Five five. Yeah. That's probably yeah. the only one. Uh, really no scoring chances at 5-on-5 five five for Merrimack. A lot of that, like you said, is doing what Northeastern's doing better. You know, Northeastern's like they're winning a lot of battles. I think they're getting those 50-50 punts more than Merrimack has, and it's resulted in, in a boatload of possession for Northeastern and not much for Merrimack. You know, Merrimack looked good last night, 38-2, 20 in shots on goal. Shots attempted were, uh, you know, a similar t- kind of margin. Uh, that was three straight games that they'd held the other team at 20 shots or less and so on. Able to do an awful lot of those things well over the last three nights. So then you have to wonder, you know, tonight's game here, uh, you know, which is the real Merrimack team, I guess? Yeah, I think it's probably somewhere in the middle. You know, Merrimack holding teams under 20 shots per game is, is not going to, I mean, any team really hold, averaging less than 20 shots allowed per game is, is off the charts. Uh, I also don't think that they're going to be the team like they were last year that was allowing, you know, near 30. I don't think that's where they're going to be either. Realistically, they're probably somewhere that the 24 to 25 range. Uh, I do think they're, they're going to be better in that regard than last year. We've seen that over 10 games or uh, 9 games so far. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's really oh, 25% of, of your season is gone and, and you're at about 23 and a half shots a lot per game. So, uh, I, I think they're, for the most part, probably where we're going to see them most of the year. Maybe a little bit more uh, as you get into some league games here against some pretty good teams, but uh, definitely better than they were in, the, in that regard last year. And, and the way they've played, I mean, not tonight excluded, I wouldn't be surprised if, if we get to the end of the year and they average more shots than their opponent because they are right up. They're like a plus six and a half per game in shots uh, right now, which is a pretty good margin. Uh, the power play is the difference in the game tonight. Uh, despite the fact that I think even aside from that, Northeastern's had the better of the play at even strength. Um, Northeastern's got three power play goals. Merrimack doesn't have any. Northeastern had a five on three. They scored on it. Merrimack had a five on three. They weren't able to. Uh, that seems like the difference right there. What's different from last night? Northeastern with the three power play goals tonight. Last night, they weren't able to get any. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I thought the biggest swing in the game was the beginning of the second period. It's a one-goal game at that point. Merrimack has a, a power play uh, with, at that point, it was just a five-on-four, but both Ryan Shea and Tyler Madden are in the box. Probably their best defenseman and their best forward. Uh, so you get both of those guys off the ice for power play. That power play really didn't do anything. I'm not even sure they got a shot. Uh, and then at the five-on-three, later in the period, still not able to get anything done. So, yeah, that, that has been the story of the game. I think from Northeastern standpoint, we've just we've seen their skill skill players come to play. Like Tyler Madden looks like a machine on the power play. Had one earlier in the game, and then it was really responsible.
responsible for that Aiden McDonough's third goal as well. So I think the biggest difference is Northeastern's best players have really shined with the Barbara. I thought that last night and really over the last few games that uh, this young freshman defense for Merrimack, I mean, you know, five freshmen and one sophomore, including Tyler Hype, but it seems like the offense has really flowed through them. When they've been able to stretch the zone, get the puck back to them, you know, move the puck around more, keep it away from the other team, force them to, to, uh, to skate more, to try to defend them, uh, that's when they've had success. They've not been able to do that tonight. I mean, it looks to me like Northeastern, I think, recognizes that to a certain extent, and they've been defending those passes back to the point. There's no question about that, but uh, does Merrimack need to work harder to try to get those defensemen more involved in the offense? I think so, yeah. I, I mean, you hear coaches talk about it now, and, and even even at the youth level. I mean, I just did a USA Hockey training a few months ago, uh, and, and USA Hockey's pushing big time. When you're on the attack, it's it's a five-man unit. Yeah. You know, there, there's no there's no forwards defense. I mean, you're you're in the offensive zone. You're attacking with five, or you're not playing the right way. So yeah, I think they need to do a better job. Anyway, get the puck, just get the defense more involved. It's been a couple of times where Zach Ewens has had some opportunities with the puck in the offensive zone tonight. But really, other than that, uh, you haven't seen uh, Declan Carlisle involved as much. And, and it's not on those guys. Just the puck hasn't been worked back to them. Uh, you know, I can't really think of many times that, that Denison Carlisle or, or Zach Vanell, even Tyler Height, has had that opportunity to really do something with a puck on their stick. And some of that is just the puck gets down low and Merrimack hasn't been able to work the puck back up high, which last night I thought created a lot of movement. They'd get the puck back to the point. That would sometimes pull a northeastern defender out of position. A forward that's trying to attack the point gets pulled out of position. Now you actually have some numbers if you get that puck back in deep. They haven't been able to do that tonight. Uh, Yuri Hunema. You know, I think, first of all, he's been outstanding tonight. Three nothing. It could be could be an awful lot worse. Uh, you think back to the, just a few weeks ago, and it seemed like okay, you've got this freshman goaltender, and you know it's been it's been a tough start for him. And since then, he's been almost lights out. I totally agree. Yeah, no, he's been great tonight. Uh, and I, I just I, I wrote it in, our, in the live blog we have going at the end of the second period. I said three goals allowed on twenty two shots usually isn't a great night, uh, but he's played great. <laughs> he really has. Or it could be double that. It could be six. Absolutely. Yeah, he's made some big saves in the first period. Uh, some big saves in the second period as well. Right on the doorstep, pucked right in front of the net. Uh, point blank saves. I mean, he's played. Uh, honestly, I think this is one of the better games he's played so far. Uh, you know, he's had his struggles at the beginning of the year. I think over the last four games, he's really started to settle in, and uh, he's been great tonight, despite the score. At the right time, too, as it's coincided with them getting into the hockey East uh, portion of the schedule. What do you? What's been different there? I mean, uh, you know, some. You know, there's been talk about that. You know, having to adjust to the smaller rink and all that. I mean, is that part of it, or or is there something else? I, I think it is. I think the biggest thing is the traffic. You know, you you, you, you can really compare it to a game at, North, at UNH, let's say. That he, that's the size rink that he's played all of his hockey on. Uh, and there's not a lot of traffic there. The, the zone's a lot more spread out, so there's more area for the forwards to kind of gravitate more to the walls. Every player is trying to gravitate to space in the offensive zone, so there tends to be less traffic in front of the bigger ice sheets. You come to the NHL side of sheets, especially at Merrimack, where the corners are a little tighter, uh, and there's a lot of traffic. So I, I think that's been the biggest adjustment for him, is just dealing with the, the increased amount of traffic in front. Uh, it's been different than anything he's seen in, in his first 19 years of playing hockey. So uh, It's something that he's needed to get used to, and I think we've seen him start to settle in more uh, when it comes to the, the traffic standpoint. I mean, he's, he seems like he's tracking the puck better than he was earlier in the year. And, uh, is finding ways to, to see beyond those guys and, and make sure he's spot. Uh, anything new? Patrick Hallway, Philip Forsmark, nothing, I guess, right? No, and, and we're kind of at the point now, at least with Hallway, where he's eligible in the second semester, so the, the second semester is only a month away. 
Uh, so at this point, I, I doubt we'll hear anything, to be honest with you. I, I'm kind of expecting we're going to see him in the second semester. That's my opinion anyway. Uh, just because that's there's, there's no debating that he's eligible in the, in the second semester. It's just it was whether or not the waiver was going to get him eligible earlier. And then, and then with Forsmark, every week that goes by, I think there's a fear that, that the year might be lost for him. You, you never know. And, and we don't really know what that whole situation's about either. Uh, but just knowing from experience, we've seen some guys next upon the cost to miss four or five games. Uh, and then we've seen the other extreme of that where Colvin Bryant had to miss a whole season. So uh, the, we've seen both sides of it. The, my, my fear, personally, is the, the more that more time goes by, uh, the more apt that it, it's, it might be the whole year. Uh, and then last question, uh, signing period opening Thursday, I think it is, right? Thursday the 14th. All right, what are we looking for? Oh, the big one's Alex Jeffries. I mean, if they can get Alex Jeffries signed, that, that's a that's a big deal. Uh, it was a big story this, well, two weeks ago, I guess it was. Uh, verbal commit, Alex Jeffries, gunnery prep, probably the best player in prep hockey. Uh, BC offered him a full scholarship two weeks ago. Walked into the rink and uh, <laughs> just offered him a full scholarship. So uh, that, that's been a big uh, story over the last couple of weeks. He hasn't decommitted, which is big, which is real big, uh, but he's the one that I think everyone's going to be looking about whether or not he signs, for sure. Alright, thanks a lot, Mike. Uh, you can check out his work, as we mentioned, at themacreport.com. The Twitter handle is Mike McMahon CHN, right? It is, yep. Alright, that's the Twitter handle. And uh, so tweet at him your questions. He'll be more than happy to answer. Uh, the Eagle Tribune as well. Uh, Call of Talkie News. Neutralzone.net and I'm sure they'll be covering the early signing period, too. Thanks a lot, Mike. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you again soon. Sounds good. Thanks. That's Mike McMahon, our guest here in the second interview with the score. Northeastern 3, Merrimack nothing. John and I will be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.